recording artist from Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome to What's Your Birthday and What Does It Mean? Sisters Donna Bernard and Jerry Isaacs from DearWiseWomen.com explore life's dynamics from their unique point of view based on the day you were born. Sponsored by NashvilleGuitarGuru.com. It's always fun, it never disappoints, and it's always in the cards. Hey everyone, it's Jerry Isaacs with DearWiseWomen.com. We're here on 360 Network for Women, and I'm here virtually with my sister, Donna Bernard. Hey, Donna. Hey, Jerry. We're going to Alaska today. Mm. This In the theme of A to W states in our country, because there is no A to Z. <laughs> so we're starting with Alaska and ending with Wyoming. Sounds good to me. Well, we started with um, Alabama last week. Well, you know what? You are the king of clubs, so you do correct me as I'm that ten of clubs or the four of diamonds. So thank you once again. So <laughs> thank you once again for correcting me. <laughs> it's what you do best for me. <laughs> so anyway, I love that we're going to Alaska. Yeah, I learned a lot about Alaska. You know, we learn a lot of things in school as we grow up, but. You know, unless you use things, they don't become like muscle memory. And I honestly feel like I don't remember that much about Alaska other than it's a state. <laughs> but and, and it's it's funny because when we started this getting prepared, you're like, there's not much to learn about Alaska. And then we started to well, you started to do with the research and there's a lot to know about Alaska. Well, I mean, there's history to learn, but there the amount of like our famous people coming out of there, that's a little lighter than a lot of other states because just wait till we get to Arkansas. I'm just saying. Well, that's true. And we all still, well, I still laugh at, at Tina Fey, which I get confused with Sarah Palin saying, I could see Russia from my window. And, and you know, they, what did we learn? <laughs> you can. <laughs> it's very close. I mean, it's so... It, unbelievable to me that I re read this and it was like I never knew it. But, you know, Russia used to own Alaska. Who knew? Well, we were supposed to know that. And in 1867, um, the Secretary of State, William Seward, he signed the Treaty of, Se of Secession, Secession, I guess it was, with a Russian envoy. And at that moment, Tsar Alexander ceded Alaska to the United States. They didn't want Canada to, Canada to own it. So they sold it to the U.S. because they didn't think it was worth much. They had come, gone there, and they had, like, decimated all the sea animals and, you know, the trade from the sea. And I don't think they realized all the, the natural resources that they had in Alaska. So they thought they were getting a good a good deal. They got $7.2 million, which is $113 million today. But I would like to say that I think that Alaska is worth way more than that. And no wonder oh, Russia, no wonder Putin wants Russia back. And you know what's funny? It doesn't even touch the United States. It's it's aligned with Canada. Yep. So that's how, and I guess it's British uh, British. Columbia or whatever. Right. So they really didn't want Canada or the British. I don't know if it was the British colonies at that they, point. They didn't want the England or Canada to 
own it. So they sold it to the U.S. You know, they were they were trying to expand past the Bering Strait, but it's really treacherous. And they just, I mean, Russia blows my mind. It actually like got extended as far as 90 miles from San Francisco Bay. I mean, they just, it, it, they were part of California, the Russians, but they defeated all of that. Um, you know, and now, they, when, as soon as we got it, gives us a window towards Russia, <laughs> believe it or not. That's what it's, well, window to Russia, and I guess that's the one Sarah was looking out of, and a gateway to the Arctic. Um, you know, they, that, I, that must have been before the gold rush. So they really don't know what they missed out on. Well, 1867, you tell me before or after the gold rush. I don't know, Jerry. I'm sure you'll come back on a break and, and we'll know that answer, Christine, because yeah. you, you will have to know that answer. You know, it's really funny how history repeats itself. So the reason the Russians had to sell Alaska was because they were short of funds due to the war in Crimea. Oh, you know what? History is repeating itself. Fighting the same stuff. And Alaska became a state in 1959. So, So just a little bit after I was born and you were a baby. Right. Alaska became a state. Alaska became a state, you know, and and they have amazing resources there. They also like have a a program where everyone who who real Alaskan people who live there get money. They all get to profit from from all the resources they have. They have a whole program, which is really interesting. Um, well, I think if you live money. there, if you live there, you should be maybe compensated because it has to be really cold. <laughs> or maybe we just hear we just hear about the igloos and the Eskimos, but I know it's really a popular tourist site too to go on that the cruise to Alaska. Yeah, I've never we, been, but we were almost we were almost on it, but we decided we really couldn't do that this year. We had it booked. We actually well, the, I think it was COVID time too. Yeah, we lost money, but it was cheaper to lose a little money than to figure out how much more we had to pay to do it. Or or get a, or get COVID at the beginning. I remember that. Yeah, no, so that wasn't good. So in looking at Alaska, one of the things that I was looking wanted to see was like I know one of their senators, but what's you know, okay, like every other state, they have two senators. And I was really curious to see if they had anyone like who was in the house, how many representatives they had. And do you know? Yeah, well, the, num- the number of House of Representatives is based on population. Exactly. So how many so do they have? Maybe just one because they have a low population. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> I was listening to you. To, I, I was thinking about it before we spoke. <laughs> you were just trying to show me how smart you are. You're showing off on me. But anyway, so it's a really interesting. And, you know, there's a lot of. Well, let's talk about the senators, okay? Because we have talked about Lisa Murkowski before, remember? Yes, we have. She's something else. Yes. So her cards, 10 of clubs, king of spades, eight of diamonds. Okay, just for the moment, because you know I love a 10 of clubs. 
And the King of Spades, the MasterCard, please don't tell American Express or Visa. And what was the third card? Eight of Diamonds. And oh, but she walks into a room smiling. But just to remind our audience, what we do here at Dear Wise Women is we look at people from the day they are born that sets their personality traits. So we look at people with a different lens, and sometimes we actually see them. See them. I remember when we found when we looked at Lisa Murkowski, we were like, "Oh my goodness, she really is something." Well, she's really interesting. So we know she's really smart, right? Basically, well, obvi- obviously. So she's an, she was an attorney. She she um, took over in 2002 being the senator when her father, who was a senator, became the governor of Alaska. Okay, I didn't know that. And so she won her first, but then she ran, she won her first full term in 2004 as a senator. Um, the next time, the next six, six years later, she lost primary to a tea party candidate and she ended up running as a with a write-in and she won so she was the second u.s senator to be elected by a write-in and we we talked about that before how amazing it is that she had people write her name, Lisa Murkowski. <laughs> and they had to spell it correctly. Right. And, and if it was spelt wrong, it was disqualified. Right. So people really wanted her to, to be in there. Not sure how she lost it, but she did. Now she was in it. Um, so she won that. But she's a very moderate Republican. I mean, in fact, like she voted with the Obama policies. 72% of the time in 2013. She was not, you know, she was, she had, had, has her ideas and she, she's not a standard Republican for sure. She actually, she voted against, she was anti Brett Kavanaugh. She was yes, but Kataji Brown Jackson. And she voted to convict Trump. So, you know, she was, she was also censured by the Alaskan. Republican Party because of of her votes and all that. So interesting lady, you know, and she I think she's a really interesting person. So now she's she gets my vote. Oh, I can't vote in Alaska, but she would get my vote. Yeah, she would. She's really great. And then there's the second one is Dan Sullivan. Um, So his cards are seven of clubs. Jack of Clubs and Jack of Diamonds and a Nine of Hearts. You know, and so initially he opposed he opposed Trump. Like he was against him. Um <clears throat> but then he changed his mind. So you know, he's pro-life. And um he, well, his idea is pro-life so we can improve child care and adoption. You know, that's Okay, we've seen that before. You know, I don't exactly go down that road. But anyway, so he's a Republican and he's like the junior senator. But he probably has a really good relationship with Lisa Murkowski. Whether he wants to accept it or not. Well, Lisa Murkowski, she's she's an interesting, she's very interesting. So, So now the House, in the House? Yep. There is um democrat 
Mary Peltola. Peltola. She's from Anchorage. Her cards, get this, eight, eight hearts and a double six of clubs. Oh, my goodness. So talk about a woman on a mission because in her past, she was a she was former tri, tribal judge. Like she was all involved. She is partly Native Native Alaskan. And um, I think it's good. The, uh, you, I don't know how to pronounce it. You pick. Yupik. Um, anyway, she, she actually won. <laughs> she won in 1995 uh, the Miss National Congress of American Indian Pageant. <laughs> that that's incredible. I did. I, I for some reason in my head, I think Sarah Palin won a pageant. But she gonna, did win the Miss Miss Alaska. So I mean, so maybe that's how you get to be known as a woman in Alaska. You win the pageant. But Mary, so she. Um, she defeated Sarah Palin in August of 2022. It was a special election because the guy, the, the the representative Don Young died in March. So they had a separate election and she beat Sarah Palin. Um, it's, it's so strange. So she's the first and then first Alaskan native only Russian Orthodox, like in in. Wait, she's a Russian, Russian Orthodox? Orthodox. Yeah, and I was like, how is what is that? But oh, because she can see Russia from the window. And, and Russia has extended down, and they actually were having people converted to being a Russian Orthodox. So she got that from, I guess, from her mother's side. So she's considered a Russian Orthodox, um, but she's the first woman in Alaska from Alaska in the House of Representatives and the first Democrat since 1972. So in 2022, she was reelected for a full term, which we know is only two years, right? But um, it's like you're in, you're out. But so she, but she actually, she helped Lisa Murkowski back when she had her write in. She helped Lisa Murkowski. Okay. So there's, well, she had to have a lot of help for spelling her name right. Democrat, Republican, like there's a lot of right. energy. Between them, it doesn't seem as as polarized as in our, many states here. Um, then she defeated Palin in the in the vote. They had like ranked voting, and the, you know how that goes. It's like they they. Uh, it's, it's I know rank voting. It's anyway. It's, it sounds good on paper, but but she she defeated Palin. She got fifty four percent of the vote. Fifty four percent of the vote. But interestingly enough, like of her staff. She's got half her part Republicans and part Democrats. And Lisa Murkowski actually like came out with a statement that she was that she was um voting for Mary. She was she was um supporting her. Of course, they must be friends. I mean she, I, I imagine with a much smaller state and you know the issues really that you know probably are very similar where in different states, there are so many issues right. um, that make us so different in the same state. I guess in Alaska, you, you're on the same team, you know, no matter what, to get support for your state. Because that's when you go going to Senate to try to get support for your own state. Right. And, and they needed a lot of support, let's face it. I mean, they really had to... I think they have to stick together. They don't have that many, many, you know, one one congressperson, and 
it's nice that she's a native Alaskan, you know, and she was a tribal judge. Like she really knows she's a very accomplished person. So I think that Alaska is sort of in good hands with now with Lisa Murkowski and with the with Mary. And like, you know, later we'll talk about your friend, Sarah Palin. It's not that she's my friend, but she's really, the more I, I read about her, she's really, you know, very interesting person. Yes, interesting doesn't mean a great legislation. No, no. And, you know, it's funny because I was I was doing some research and early on in high school, you know, she did a lot of sports and she was very competitive. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I called to Sarah Bar- Barracuda in right. high school. And, you know, I, re- I recall early in my career, if a woman was aggressive, asking for an order, they were a Barracuda. And it was like, I remember thinking, huh, Barracuda? What, what is that? So when I read Sarah Barracuda, I'm like, oh, right. she was well, early paving the way. But she was also paving tea party and nonsense and conspiracy stuff. So, well, I think, you know, tea party may have started out as a very little idea about states getting more funding or something. And if you're Alaska, you kind of want that. But that doesn't mean it's a cookie cutter for the country. Right. So if you're sitting in Alaska and you're not even connected to the U.S., you know, land-wise, you have to go through Canada to get to Alaska if you want to go over land. Right. It kind of, you have different goals. True. Your own state. So anyway, I I thought it was fascinating. Well, we'll we'll get into their cards after. Obviously. Yes. You know, but before we take a break, what did you have for breakfast? Oh, I had my Lysolid shake. You know, I've been having that shake for almost two, well, I think it's over two years now. And I know I say this the same way, and I usually don't, um, but this I happen to love. It's a powder shake, and I've always been taking shakes on the run because otherwise, if you go in some place and you're eating breakfast on the run, you're grabbing a bagel. I don't have time to really sit down and have eggs or oatmeal. Maybe maybe I do sometimes. But I take the shake, either chocolate or vanilla. I put it in, um, I usually put in my leftover coffee. I put ice cubes, water, and I put it in a blender. And I take it on the road. And I really enjoy it. I've maintained my the weight that I'm comfortable at. And it just fills me up. I don't feel hungry in the afternoon. And actually, sometimes I have it in the afternoon, too, because it's just easy. So here's to Lysolin, L-Y-S-U-L-I-N. It's also great in keeping um, the, your glucose in control, be control of your glucose and your, your sugar numbers and all that. Um, you, know, what, oh. you know what I like with the Lysolin? Because I'm, I'm not really a shake person. I do love sure. sometimes I, I will give you my recipe another day, but I like the powder sometimes because the powder is like the easiest. You just put one capful of that powder and I put it in what whatever it's lemon flavored. So I usually put it in something that, you know, I'm drinking that has a little lemony flavor to it. Usually my other vitamins 
liquid vitamins. And, you know, that that keep I'm getting the same amount of lysolin, which is really healthy for me without having to drink a big shake because, you know, I like to eat something. So I would have to eat something with the shake. A shake alone right. is <laughs> like I have to have pretzels with the shake. So it doesn't make it sense. the purpose. <laughs> it's like asking for a Diet Coke with your pizza. I get it. Oh, my God. I have friends who used to do that. We would go out to dinner and they would order. They were very heavy and they would order these really big plates of food. And they go, <laughs> Diet Coke. Coke. And but like at that point, have a regular Coke because you're tricking your brain when you have a Diet Coke with that. I mean, maybe the regular Coke, you know, you, you when you're full. I, I don't know. But, you know, when with the powder, you know, you're talking about the little powder scoop. I actually do use that in my cocktails, but I used to go out for business. I still do. And you, you know, you you're drinking whatever you like. Well, I like a cosmopolitan or a bloody mary or even just like a vodka and soda, like club soda. I put the the, the powder in because it's a little scoop like of lemon, right? And it offsets the blood sugar, like right. it offsets it. And what's really nice is because when you go out to drink like that, then you get you kind of your blood sugar starts rising. You start eating the pretzels. You start wanting more, right? So I really use it in my cocktails is how I use the Lysolin shake. Because the worst thing is going out and doing entertaining and then gaining extra weight. Right. You yeah. don't want to do that. So we highly recommend Lysolin shakes and powder and some whatever form you take your Lysolin in. And um, and they do sponsor us. Yeah. Well, you know, when I like a product, when I like something, you, we like to reach out to people that well, I like to reach out to people that um, I like their products and we developed a relationship with Dr. Bird and we're going to actually have him on our show at some point because yes, he does. also has interesting cards. Yes, he does. And we always start with what your birthday and what your cards say about you. Exactly. Because that's really where we know who you are as a person in our unique way. In our unique way. All right. So with that being said, I think it's time that we take a, a pause and We'll be back with more of the interesting people. More about Alaska. More about Alaska. All right, we'll be right back.
Donna, before we get back to Alaska, let's talk a little bit about Newsbreak, what it's all about. Oh, I'm so excited. So this is the new platform that Jerry and I were just accepted on as uh, content contributors. And it's really interesting as we talk about all the states and there's news all over the country, this news break, and it's N-E-W-S-B-R-E-A-K, it's an AI, I'm going to read it because it's really kind of cool. It's an AI-powered local everything company that empowers local publishers, creators, journalists, and businesses. The same way that the iTunes store represented a new home and fresh revenue stream for content, Newsbreak is creating a new ecosystem for all things local. And like iTunes by design, Newsbreak only succeeds when its partners succeed. And, you know, obviously we know about iTunes and if it's the most popular the music out there. And you get a penny, maybe. So go ahead, keep going. Well, I'm hoping that we make a little bit more than a penny because we have to split it 50-50 and be, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But what's what's exciting to me is that we've had all this content that we've been talking about and we've, you know, recording for 360 uh, Network for women and we've been writing stories. So it was a natural um, transition for us. And it was simple. Well, nothing is simple, but it was really just, we had the content and it's a new platform to introduce ourselves. And it was that simple, Donna. <laughs> well, no, but we, it's, you know, it's really cool though, because, it, it, you know, write a story about Tiger Woods. We put that Tiger Woods story up and it was like, okay, there's CNN, there's Golf Digest and there's Dear Wise Women. As oh, really interesting to see our, our stories mixed in with these really big news plat- platforms. Oh, my goodness. And what was really interesting is that very quickly, our numbers are, I don't know, almost 200,000 imprints or impressions. I don't never get it right with lots of uh, views in to read our stories and comments. But, you know, so I have a publishing background somewhat. So I think it was a little easier for me. It was hard getting the rules together because there's all kinds of publishing rules on whether you could say your name, what, what you can do. You now have to cite the source. Um, but it was an easy platform for me to figure out. And we just kept trying and, and, and until it was accepted. And now what I liked about it, it first of all, is... The, the bar to start getting monetized is something that's doable for us because we've published so many stories. We've already published, hit the 10 stories. You had to get, I think, a thousand imprints. So we're at uh, whatever. Impressions. Impressions. <laughs> we're like almost 200,000. You had to get the 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 views. We We blew that number out. And now the only number that we're waiting for to hit, which I think we will quickly, is you have to be a registered viewer and followers. So this news break app, I started reading like a long time ago because it comes on all the iPhones. It's there. And I think I just started, I I just wandered into it and it was really kind of cool because it was local news and popular news, entertainment, all that kind of jazz, but there were no paywalls. 
You just read a story. So it wasn't like all these pop-ups, pay this, pay that. You can only you read 10 stories, stop. So I kind of like kept it, you know, I would look at it. But never did I think that we would be network contributors or whatever they call us. Content. Content contributors. Right. Community voice. And they're really looking for who could tell a local story better than us. I mean. (laughs) Yeah, but we. And the first stories we wrote were about the Royals. And that's local. If we lived in England. Well, now that that we have Megan on this side of the pond, it is. We had, I think in the first day, we had like over 50,000 impressions and God knows how many views and comments. That was crazy. I know. So this is something that we're enjoying. And if you're listening to us, please download the app, Newsbreak, or it's on your phone. it's It's not on everyone's phone, I don't think. But it's on my, was on mine. It was on mine. And then all you have to do is put in your email address and then follow Dear Wise Women. And we just go up another notch. And then we're in, then we apply for monetization program. And, you know, even if we get, I guess we have to get at least two pennies we could split. <laughs> you know, the, 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 I, one other thing that's really good about this when it comes to like music, since I'm in the music business, so to speak, true. Everyone can make CDs. Everyone can upload that stuff. Everyone can be on iTunes and Spotify. Everything. There's like no one. There's there's no uh, gatekeeper. You know, which is why people right. people like it. But you know, on the other hand, gatekeepers keep the make sure it's a it's a good content. So the fact that our writing was accepted by them by Newsbreak is a big cause, oh. you know. But it, because they're not going to accept just anyone. No, and it was really interesting because I would get, I would submit, and then I would get editors' notes back. So it's like we have an editor working for us, and you know, in the beginning, it was, um, you know, we shouldn't do spaces after this, and what you should, you know, little things that I could easily fix. And then as as we were getting the hang of it, it just became building. So it's like you have somebody watching your back, someone editing for you and making sure that you are citing all the right uh, content. Because if you put a picture up, you have to cite the source. And you realize like some of these large outlets, they don't give the, the photographer the actual credit. So you really have to look for the right picture that gives a local source, the, the the art, the photographer source, as well as well the other sources when you say someone's name. But it's a lot of fun. And I think it's the other thing that we're trying to come up with is what our bio tagline is, because we were able to write about who we are, which we did. But I'm really having a hard time getting our our bio tip, like 44 characters approved. So the last one that I submitted that I'm hoping it, ha- it hasn't come back rejected yet is um, astrology advisors. Because everything I tried to say that we do, they didn't really know because we're kind of like a new, like a new genre, but we're really based on astrology. 
where we help people understand the people in their lives from a unique new point of view. And, you know, I said, okay, let's see if that works. And then I started to realize we really are astrology advisors. In the way we are, yep. I mean. Everyone's not a Gemini is the same. And I think we give more clarity and we really hone in or tune in. So people who really do astrology, like an astrologist, will be more complete. But, you know, you can't just look in the paper and say, oh, all I mean, like all said cherries is going to have do well this month. I mean, that to me is silly. But if you go to an astrologer, they they come up with very similar to what we have because it's based on the same thing. It shouldn't come. However, however, what we do with relationships between people, that's our own thing. That's our special source sauce. But so anyway, so anyway, so we came up with that because Jerry and I, we are coming up with things all the time. And because we are the dearwisewomen.com, visit us on our website. We're obviously follow us on Newsbreak. But I do think that with all the local news, I think it's a better way. I think it's like the answer to how we're going to be able to, you know, be well-informed throughout the country, in each state, in each county, in each local, um, each locale. So I think it's, I'm really excited about it. As you can tell. The exciting part is that we were accepted. So, well, because we wouldn't be talking about it if we weren't on it, obviously. <laughs> so, let's so I'm a little partial to it. Come on, let's get back to Alaska. Uh, you know, I'll tell you, I was looking up Sarah Palin, you know, and, and we base everything, obviously, on the day you were born because it sets your personality traits. So to stay with this, she's an ace of spades, Jerry, a nine of spades and a seven of diamonds. So what does that tell us about her personality? <laughs> well, she has secret ambitions. Oh, what a surprise that is. <laughs> and that nine of spades is, it could be a great card or it could be a disaster. And I think for mm-hmm. certain in her life, it was a disaster. So I think it was a disaster for her with John McCain. I mean, that nine of spades was a, basically a killer. Um, what was the third of seven of diamonds? Yeah. You know, you got to admit, she's a seven of diamonds. Yes. It's that unique personality. Um, and I, maybe she thinks she's funny or maybe when it's, she's Tina Fey or Tina Fey is her, whichever way you go, <laughs> that's when they're funny. Um, she is funny. And, you know, because we wrote, um, a story on the seven of diamonds, Lucille Ball. I love Lucy. I see that in her. In I, I do. Her and Sarah Palin. I, I get confused. <laughs> but but the funny thing about, you know, we talked about when she said she could see Russia from her window, but she really could. Um, you know, she took it like a sport. When they said, you know, what newspapers do you read? She went, I read all of them. <laughs> she has an answer for everything. But. You know, when I looked at her, at her background, I mean, she, politician, commentator, well, author, because they've all written their own books, reality TV personnel, 
personality, but she was the ninth governor of Alaska. She stepped down when she ran with um, for vice president with uh, John McCain. She, but she started at city council, then became mayor of Wasilla. Um, you know, she had an unsuccessful bid for the lieutenant governor, but she was then appointed to the chair of the Alaska Oil and Gas Conservation um, for safe, you know, for for oil and gas fields and for safety and efficiency. Um, she was the youngest person and first governor of Alaska. And it's funny, I, you know, you just look at her and you say, God, she was young and look at what she did. Now, you know, she um, she did write her personal memoir, Going Rogue, like all of them do. But she did sell over one million <laughs> million books or made a million dollars. But she was born in Idaho. And when her when she was a few months old, they moved to Alaska. And I was thinking, oh my goodness, what would have happened in Idaho if their family had stayed there? But her father was a science teacher and a field coach, a track and field coach. And in high school, she was like, she played the flute and she was a, like a top athlete, girls basketball team, cross country running. And she was called the Barracuda, Sarah Barracuda, for her competitiveness. So it was in a beauty pageant. There was more to her than, than we maybe thought. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting tired. Like, I couldn't even keep up. She's, she <laughs> was uh, in a beauty pageant. She won Miss Wasilla. But when she competed for Miss Alaska, she was second runner up, but she she got the award for Miss Congeniality, but it was disputed with, with, with another woman. With another, like, you know, I'm reading about they her. argued over Miss Congeniality. <laughs> irony and everything. She eloped with Todd Palin, with her high school sweetheart. I mean, she eloped. And Todd is a five of diamonds, a queen of spades, and two of clubs. And I just found that really interesting that they went on to have five kids. When does this woman have time? And, you know, and then Todd, he's busy. He was a union member and he belonged to the United Steelworkers or something. He what worked for people. What was his cause again? A five of diamonds, a queen of spades and a two of clubs. So he was called first gentleman when she was the governor. And right. his nickname was first dude. <laughs> uh, he was a championship snow machine racer, and they raced on the path for the Iterod race. That's where the the dog sleds ride okay. mm -hmm. the bushers or something. So they had five children. The youngest one has Down syndrome. Trig. Oh, oh! Did I mention he's also a private pilot? Who now? God. But they divorced in 2019. And you know what it was cited? Incompatibility of temperament. <laughs> well, can't, I, How could anyone be, I mean, be uh, easily matched with that ace of spades? <laughs> and that I, seven of diamonds. Now, she has five children, but I only looked at Bristol because Bristol was obviously front and center. Because when she announced that she was running for 
vice president, she said, oops, I forgot to mention my daughter is 17 and pregnant. Right. Right. But in all fairness to her, she did have the baby. Oh, yeah, she did have the baby. She didn't go oh, that was abortion, a right? I mean, no, 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 no. And and she, Bristol's of four clubs, Jack of Spades and the Two of Diamonds. Now, Bristol's now a public speaker. She's a, a reality TV star. She was in Dancing with the Stars that you love. I, I remember watching her Dancing with the Stars and thinking much. You know, when I see them on Dancing with the Stars, I, I, I get more familiar. I mean, like even Sean Spicer, if you remember him, um, you know, we had the most people at the inauguration period. End of story. That was Trump's. uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) But, you know, he even he was on it. But I I do get a feeling of difference watching them compete. It's in a whole different like thing. It makes them personal. It's hard to dislike them. It's personal. I think they go on that. Yeah, and I think they go on that to repair their rehabilitate their reputation. Because <laughs> you start to like them. They're trying to dance with two left feet. Why wouldn't you like them? <laughs> and then, I mean, she was named Sarah Palin wanted to be um wanted to work at ESPN as a sportscaster. Right. And they're in Bristol, Connecticut. So I guess she didn't make it, but she named her daughter Bristol. I mean, <laughs> But wasn't there also something like a Bristol Inn? Some somewhere? Yes, something like that. And of course, Bristol wrote, Bristol was in a reality show, the Bristol Palin Life's a Trip, because the son they named Trip. And of course, Craig is her brother and Trip is her son. Yeah. And then her memoir was Not Afraid of, of Life, My Journey So Far. Oof. Wait, wait, and that's, so, that, that's wait, wait, that's Bristol. That's that's Bristol. Every well, everybody wrote a book. I mean, I just think it's really funny because how old is she? I, I don't. You know what? Yeah. She was born in. Um, yeah, she's young. So she, I love that life but, story. Could write a memoir. But so, so here the whole scandal is with Levi Johnson, right? Right. So. He was, he's a three of spades, seven of clubs, and a nine of hearts. Okay. Yeah. What does that tell? Well, so he too wrote a book about, about his experience and it's called Deer in the Headlights. (laughs) You know, these people have a sense of humor. So he, he worked in the oil fields, I don't think he even graduated high school. Maybe he did. I don't know. Very good looking uh, person. And, you know, it, it, he didn't want to say it was a shotgun wedding, but, you know, he, he did what was right. And, you know, it, it was it's a whole story in its own. You could you could read about it. But um, I thought it was really interesting because now he's trying to be a model and actor. But I think he's remarried and, you know, he really was a deer in headlights because all of a sudden, you know, he had this girlfriend, he knocked her up, oops, and now he's on the presidential campaign and whoever had the idea is, okay, we're going to include him instead of making it a secret, (laughs) we're going to bring him on the stage and it's family. So then after Bristol divorced 
Levi Johnson, and they finally worked out the, the, the arrangements for the whatever. She married Dakota Lewis um, Meyer. Now, she's a four clubs, six of hearts and his six of hearts. Well, so he has, now, he, they both have four clubs. Yeah, I think she really, I think she really connects very deeply with people very quickly. And then, <laughs> then it's like, oh, this isn't going to last long. I think that's her jack of spades, maybe. Mm-hmm. But he was a U.S. Marine, um, you know, won the Medal of Honor for the Battle of, I don't know, Gunjal or something in Afghanistan. He, too, wrote a book um, with with someone else called Conflicts. Uh, no, he wrote a book. I don't know what it's called. But um, who know? Who knew? She got pregnant. Oh, they got married. Oh, they had a baby. <laughs> you know, it's it's like a it's like a, a thing, I guess. Oops, it happens. Did she just have one or two with him? I think she had two with him. I I can't read my notes. It was just I was just too overwhelmed with what was going on. I think she had two. And this poor guy was from Kentucky, and now he's with the Palins. Now uh, they divorced for their reason for divorce was cited conflicts of personality. Okay. That was their divorce reason. And I think she even calls him a um, a coward. How do you at call one point. him a coward? You know, I, mean, I really don't know. He's very brave. But she's not they, brave enough to be with the Palins. <laughs> my point is these people that, you know, here you would think if I was living in Alaska, I'd be in an igloo in the corner bundled up. <laughs> and they are, they're, they're, they're out there doing things. It's crazy what they've accomplished, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. She did take Tina Fey's, um, I, mean, I don't know what she thought inside, but she was a good sport about it. And I don't think many people can tell the difference between the real Sarah Palin or the real Tina Fey being Sarah Palin. No, I know it's hard. You know, do you know, mommy used to call, she told me I looked like Sarah Palin at one point. Certain you glasses did. That I wore. And she would, she'd be like, you look like Sarah Palin. Just say I look like Tina Fey. Don't tell me I look like Sarah Palin. But, but she's, she's a very pretty woman. You can't deny that, but well, she did win Miss Basilla. Her her second. What comes out of her mouth um, is sometimes disturbing to me. And she started the whole peepop party thing, and there's so many things that she that she started, not even maybe meaning to, but she led the way of all oh, the listen. conspiracies <laughs> and all that stuff. You know, however she started, and I really didn't do look into it that deeply, but when you have so little vote for money in this country, right? You're you're one person in the house. You know, nobody really cares about the bridge in Alaska. It's not even connected to the United States. Yeah, but all the them physically. But they but we like them the uh everything else in Alaska. We do people a lot of cruise ships. People go but not only cruise ships. It's all of there. There isn't there like oil and I mean, isn't this stuff there like? Oh, oh there's this. Well, it's, it's rich in natural resources, of course. But and I guess a lot of penguins live there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there were a lot of penguins. 
True. It's, but she may, I think she did polar bears. make it very top polar bears. She goes ice fishing. You know, she's, what do you think would have happened to Idaho if they stayed in Idaho? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but she's a. Uh... But her father was a teacher and he went to teach science in in Alaska from Idaho. All right. Well, you know, listen, when we're doing this study on the states, we get what we we look, you know, we, we can't make up people. So as they come up, we talk about them and sometimes we change our opinion on them. You know, we never know what's going to happen. Um, the only person I mean, there's so few really like famous people. I mean, there's some people that 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 they name, but they're not really from Alaska or they didn't live there long enough, you know, or they went there for something in particular and didn't really, it didn't really, um, to me, doesn't indicate someone who's an Alaska person. But one person I found that there's two people, Jewel, you know, the singer song, yes. So she's from, from um, Alaska and what's Homer, Alaska is where she was brought up. And she was um, singing and yodeling with her dad when she was younger. <laughs> and as of like 2021, so who knows what it is now, she'd already sold 30 million albums. Um, and she studied opera, operatic voice in, in uh, school. And if you remember her song, Who Will Save Your Soul? I, do you remember that? Who Will Save Your Soul? I don't know. Because really? Oh my God, it was a great song. But anyway, she is a nine of clubs and a double nine of spades, which is the oh my goodness, old. and that's the same birthday as um, as Olivia, who's often on a, on right a, a music yeah a musician a lot of her music. She's a really dear friend, and I thought that was really interesting when I saw how you know singer songwriter gets around. Jewel Olivia. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I think it was really exciting, but that those cards are like an old soul, someone who really is very wise, a lot of wisdom. So, you know, she's she was a to me more authentic. And then there was one other one who I thought was somewhat authentic and interesting. His name is Larry Sanger, and no one probably knows his name. And he was a definitely queen, not queen of clubs. Ace the clubs and five of spades. Well, luckily, hopefully, he's not driving unless it's like a snowmobile. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's, it to me, it indicates also some intelligence. So he was an yes. internet project developer and a, and a philosopher. So guess what he co founded? He co founded Wikipedia. Are you kidding? Nope. That's, so, that's incredible because I guess all those hours sitting by yourself, you decide. <laughs> he coined the name. Even he coined the name. He, he co-founded it. But I, when I saw that, I was like, well, we got to give a shout out to Larry Sanger because we do we do a lot of Wikipedia looking. So um, that's sort of become the library of the Internet and for everyone I, I think even kids get to cite it now in their in their papers. I mean, the ones searching for the wall book or their or their Encyclopedia Britannica, they don't. No one even would know what that means when I say it. 
Oh, no, I do Wikipedia sites all the time. Exactly. And, and it's where you really can, and it's so well organized. It, it's really interesting. Yeah, I think that's that incredible. Who would have thought that he would be from Alaska? Well, I guess it was too cold to go to the library. He said, you know what? I'm going to make a library in the sky. <laughs> well, you know, it takes a certain person to really be able to do that. And, um, you know, let's, let's, you know, give him a shout out because. Uh, and let's thank him because we don't have to, we, we learn so much. It's, right. like, he was, it's at he, our fingertips. I mean, he was actually born in Washington, not D.C., but in the state Washington. Um, and his father was a marine biologist who studied seabirds. But when they were seven years old, he they moved to Alaska, Anchorage, where he grew up. Um, so, he, you know, to me, that indicates someone who is from Alaska, even if he wasn't actually born there. Because he, you know, no, I, some people are born there and they leave. And then some people go there and stay. And well, the most, like Palin was seven, a couple right. months old when they went. Right, sure. Right. So, I mean, I would think that, um, man, Sanger has, has done a lot in philosophy. He majored in philosophy. So, and I don't know, he's, he's an interesting guy, I think. And we thank him for Wikipedia. Any more other, any more other? Oh boy. Wow. <laughs> no, I, I think we covered a lot and, you know, visit us at Dear Wise Women. You can always send us a note and say, you forgot this person. And then we're happy. Maybe we'll put, we'll include that person when we're, when we're uh, talking about Idaho, who we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we'll, when we get to Idaho, we'll see, we'll do like, what would it have been like if Sarah Palin was the governor of Idaho? Or <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't do the governor of Alaska, the current governor. Oh my goodness! His name is Mike. I think that's a good person to wind up. Yeah, to his, end the show. He's, his name is Mike Dunleavy, and um, he is the twelfth governor of Alaska. He's a Republican, and um, he his cards are <laughs> get ready, Ace of Spades. Seven of diamonds, seven of hearts. I'm not sure what is ace of spades in Alaska, but secret ambition and success. Secrets. I don't know. Secrets. Yeah. Um, seven of diamonds, interesting personality. So he was actually born in Scranton, Pennsylvania, but he, he he's the governor now. So we have to actually, you know, take him seriously, right? Absolutely. I mean. I'm not going to look up his whole legislative career right now or the, the positions that he took on different things, but um, that's who he is. I say I enjoyed our trip through Alaska. But Jerry, I have to what say one you? thing. I have yeah. to say one thing. Go ahead. That of course you do. You're a king of clubs. He, he rejects the scientific consensus on climate change. Oh boy, we're in trouble to have him in Alaska. Someone who doesn't believe in climate change. And it's melting. <laughs> He's watching it melt. He abolished Alaska's climate change task force, calling it unnecessary. 
Well, there are a lot of scandals there, which I just didn't feel like reading into. So I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that goes on. So who knows? Yeah. I'm, you know, whatever. They all, everyone there gets to profit a little from, from what they, what they do. And I don't know. I was going to go on a cruise to Alaska and I didn't make it. So maybe we'll make it one day. Hey, Donna, why don't we go on a cruise together? We can leave the guys. <laughs> we could be the astrology. We could book ourselves as the astrology advisors. Absolutely. Maybe we'll have a, you know, what? we used to have a full house on that, the clubhouse app. Now they'll, they'll be, we'll have a full boat. <laughs> a full boat. <laughs> uh, Gary, whenever I see people, they go, Oh, can I just ask you one question? And I'm like, okay. But, you know, we are, we're never wrong. We just would like to be, you know, it's time for the next step. All right. Where are we going next? I guess stay tuned. Come back. Arkansas next. Uh, We're going to Arkansas. Absolutely. That'll be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Well, on that note, I say I'm Donna Bernard. Thank you for joining us. One more thing, news break. Download the app and follow Dear Wise Women. Even comment. We love comments. We had a lot on the Super Bowl. Eagles versus Chiefs, but loved it. Donna Bernard, thank you for joining us. Jerry Isaacs, peace out.